Welcome to an Inner Lives Matter a Minute. My name is Ernie Vecchio, a trauma psychologist and teacher that is hiking and biking West Virginia to start a conversation, reminding everyone that somewhere between the country roads that take us home and the almost heaven of our mountains is an inward journey, the road less traveled. We've become so distanced from our inner wisdom that we're becoming a threat to ourselves. This form of maladaptation is an ego problem and one that has evolved out of survival. It occurred because we have mistakenly forgotten that this same ego, which navigates well in the external, is blind internally. I want you to please consider this. Division is real, but separation is an illusion. When we behave in ways that does not heal the ego's division, we make up we're somehow separate. We attack ourselves and ultimately each other. Where the ego will harness fear of each other, the human psyche and heart will choose a different path, one of love and compassion. But there's an important distinction to make here. When acceptance and forgiveness is just about us, it is weak and ego-driven. This form of compassion does nothing to grow us as human beings because it is self-centered. We need to apply the same compassionate methods that cause change in our personal lives to the transformation of the culture in general. It's larger than doing what is right and rejecting what we think is wrong. At some point, we have to reestablish the ethic, what is true or false, and live accordingly. Morals are sorted out by the ego, while the ethic or context for living comes from the heart. We know this, but we've somehow lost our conviction to enforce it. When we choose to make our inner lives matter, It places us back on the road less traveled, which is where this ethic is recovered. The peace and contentment that most of us seek is obtained when our inner world is congruent with the external, not the reverse. The genius of the human psyche is that when it is out of alignment, it sends a signal to the heart. If you didn't know, this disturbance is because the ego is mistakenly viewing itself as our compass. Medication of such emotional experiences, whether it be through prescription or substance abuse, has become a national epidemic. What if this problem developed because of nothing more than our ego's mistaken identity? West Virginia is currently consumed in this problem. Don't misunderstand me, though. The ego's emotional pain is real. We just need to remember that suffering is a mediating function between the body and mind. When we feel disturbed about something, these disruptions need examination. What is the disturbance telling me? Are they personal or at the collective level? When our inner lives matter, life changes direction because we're giving attention to these inner signals. Meanwhile, the ego will hold its ground out of fear. We see daily how this leaves us vulnerable to all manner of outside influences in the culture. In my career as a trauma psychologist and teacher, I have watched the culture regress for three decades. This regression happened, in my opinion, for two reasons. First, we bolstered an egoic perspective that was inadequate for moving us forward. And second, we lost our sense of what is real, the heart's intent. The human ego and those who would make it compass think human beings are nothing more than machines. This mindset proposes that if there's a problem with the machine, Simply tweak the pieces that need repair and the problem will go away. In truth, such tweaking only addresses the symptoms or beliefs that keep us disconnected in the first place. 
If we are to move forward, we need to do so with two realizations in mind. We are here to be in a reciprocal relationship with each other and then place ourselves in service to that which increases our connectivity. In short, when we cultivate our inner lives, this in turn helps the collective culture. Any conceptualization of a world that positions the ego as compass is in opposition to the humanitarian nature of the heart. Inner Lives Matter is promoting professional development in West Virginia that doesn't stop at the individual. Instead, people are encouraged to take everything they've learned from their own transformation and pay it forward. This perspective mirrors the natural symbiosis and self-corrective nature of the human psyche. By this I mean that when people grow or evolve, their self-correction doesn't simply rest in its renewed wisdom. Instead, this wisdom desires to collaborate with others to serve the healthy function of everyone. In other words, the fullest actualized person wishes to participate with collaborative intent. In contrast, when we choose to disconnect from our collaborative function, we contribute to the very problems we wish to solve. It's no secret, if everything is about us, we're not serving the whole. Finally, on a spiritual level, there is no place where you stop and I start. It is the ego that holds this false belief of separation. It does this to avoid its own death, which is simply just being demoted to an adaptive function and removed as compass. It's afraid of this pseudo-death because it is childlike in its development and perception of the world. We must parent ourselves into the present by compassionately sitting with the ego's suffering. When we do this, anything is possible. See you on the trail. Thank you for listening to Inner Lives Matter Minute. Again, my name is Ernie Vecchio, a trauma psychologist and teacher hiking and biking West Virginia to start a conversation about the wisdom that comes from adversity. It turns out that the take-me-home country roads, an almost heaven dichotomy of our state, offers a unique opportunity to bring awareness to a less traveled road, the inward journey, one that I have taken with thousands of individuals undergoing trauma. You can follow my journey at both ErnieVecchio.com and InnerLivesMatter.com. Hope to see you on the trail.